Welcome to the Vinny Rock Podcast. Podcast. I took the blows and did it my way. It's time. The Vinny Rock Podcast. What up, y'all? It's the Vinny Rock Podcast. I got my boy Griff here who writes poetry. I want to give you an opportunity to talk about that later. But first, before we even get into that, let's get to our sponsors. I got a red background now. I just changed it up. I got my my Ken Griffey Jr. shirt from Baseballism because I love baseball and I love the company. But our sponsors on the podcast, we're going to start with the, the, the one that to me has significantly changed my life physically, emotionally, mentally. Core Medical Group is a testosterone replacement therapy company. They are a telemedicine company as well, so they can directly ship you the hormone replacements you need to be at your normal or at your better than normal, if you will. If you're 25 years of age or older, I recommend all of you to go out and get a blood work uh, test and see where your testosterone levels are and how much of your testosterone levels are being used they can help you figure this out. They can help you identify all those flaws. If you don't fix yourself first, you cannot fix anything else. And so I highly recommend you guys to go out there and fix those hormones first. Get yourself in the right place of mind, and then you can go get everything else situated. Hit up Core Medical Group. Hit me up. I'll give you direct contact for them. Be- live bearded. You see this bad boy? And I see your beard as well there, Griff. This beard is is brought to you by Live Bearded. Live Bearded is a veteran-owned company as well as it is a company that promotes positive energy, man. Just really good people. I love them. They're a great company. You can get yourself 10% off by using the promo code Rocco. Get yourself some shampoo or some oils or whatever you need for that bad boy to keep it clean, healthy, and looking fresh. Go check out Live Bearded. WillyPeachChocolates.com is a veteran who makes chocolates out of his own home as well as grows his own chili peppers. I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard of them, but Willie Peach Chocolate is an incredible company. This man has been making it happen, and especially during these hard times of COVID, he's keeping his, his business afloat. Because of people like you that are listening to this podcast now have been supporting him. You guys go check out WillyPeachChocolates.com. You will love them. Uh, I love them. And go support a veteran-owned business. Deadeye Outfitters is your outdoor uh, apparel. They are an incredible company that just started making these flannels and socks that I just love. Uh, I'm getting more flannels. I just got some more flannels coming in the mail right now. They fit well. They're like Dixon, just like a Dixon flannel you have there. Exactly. Uh, they make their own version of this. Uh, you will love them as well. You guys go check them out. That's Deadeye Outfitters. Uh, bullion box go to bullionboxsubscriptions.com get yourself a subscription box of precious metals silver and gold right now it's a good time to jump into that market people are getting high returns on this stuff so i recommend you guys go invest in your future get yourself a subscription box from bullionboxsubscriptions.com barry law is a veteran owned law firm that helps veterans get their their disability ratings that they deserve. They've changed lives, people. They went into it and dug deep and found answers for those who are struggling to get the disability ratings that they deserve. You guys hit them up at ptsdlawyers.com. Manscaped. We are now sponsored by Manscaped, home of the Lawnmower 3.0 and the Lawn Trimmer 2.0. You see this chest, baby? My wife loves it. It's like a baby's butt. No more hair. Yeah, nice, clean, and also the 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 lower regions 
as well. <laughs> you know what? Can't wait until you try the the deodorant and antiperspirant for Manscaped. That stuff will change your world. You want to talk about keeping it fresh down there? Mm. Sounds sexy. <laughs> you guys go. <laughs> you guys go check out Manscaped. Uh, use promo code Rocco. Get yourself twenty percent off and free shipping. Use them. Love them. I love them. Last but not least, well, uh, you know, I could say Betterin as well as my company, Betterin.com. We're giving away a truck. Go check them out right now. Buy a shirt. Buy some coffee. Buy some plates. So we, we're selling now plates and body armor from a company called uh, West Coast Armor. Incredible company. Some of the best on the market. I'm going to get you guys some videos and showing what they can do. It's incredible. Um Last but not least, this is the last but not least, is Modern Gun School. You can use your vocational rehab uh, or your GI Bill to become a armor at the comfort of your own home. Go to www.mgs.edu for some more answers and questions. You guys, here we are with my man, Griff. What's up, Griff? How you doing, sir? How Vincent, right? That's that's yeah. last time we met. It was Vincent. Vincent um, works. And uh, like I was saying earlier, man, I've been a big fan of yours ever since Range 15. I had a couple of my veteran buddies over to my house. Um, it was probably like four or five of us over here in West Jordan, you know, and, and we had a great time. And, and we continued the, that uh, network, you know, and so it was, it's a good thing. Big fan of all your work, actually, man. So I love veteran. I actually have some stuff for you. I want to donate some uh, playing cards because I've seen you. I follow you on Instagram and yeah. I see you opening up the playing cards. And I'm like, man, I got to get him some playing cards because. I got some stashed away from when I was a kid too. So I'm going to get those to you for sure, bro. Oh, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. You know, that card game is an interesting one. I just enjoy it. And it turned into, I really don't have too many hobbies for myself, right? I, I love doing podcasting, all this, but there's no real hobby that I, I get to do for myself too much. And I got into the card thing again and it's just been fun and it's a cool community and the kids love it. So it's just a win for everything. Very, cool. very, yeah. very cool. Yeah, um, I'm on Instagram as well, Griff the Toxic Grunt, and I just published my poetry book, Burned in Babylon, right here. It's on Amazon right now. I did it through KDP. Um, yes. Burned in, burned in Babylon, and a lot. Hey, man, we linked up through Instagram, right? We we had a couple messages, and and you called me, and you're just like, hey, listen, do this, look up KDP, like it's there, and like I was just kind of writing poetry, like just okay, whatever. I'm gonna write poetry. Sometimes I'll share it on social media. Sometimes I won't. Well, and then I seen, I got some encouragement and some good guidance from you. And I just want to tell you, thank you, man. Cause wow. I'll tell you what, having this out there, I did pay, I paid some out of pocket for some editing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everyone um, kind of does. Yeah. And, and, and right now, like, it's not about the financial stuff of it. I haven't made the editing money back yet, but I've, I've been telling my wife, like, I got so much affirmation. I've just publishing this story. Like, I don't care if I don't ever make them like the cash back to yeah. me more valuable you know but it's getting there like it's getting real close and i'm like okay so yeah go check out amazon burned in babylon it's on kdp it's also paperback um loving it just dude griff it. do me a favor send me a picture of that okay so i can post it uh on the when we upload this video we'll also post where they can find it as well and a picture of it um crazy that a conversation from me helps motivate you to do that <laughs> Right. I, I love hearing that. You know, we can let's slow this whole conversation down. And I want to back this bad boy up. Tell me about you and, and why are you inspired to to write? What what gave you that? So I grew up uh, here in Salt Lake City, Utah, um, non LDS kid, military family. 
After 9-11, I joined the Marine Corps Infantry and, and did two deployments to Iraq. Um, my second deployment was cut short about five, six days when I got hit with a mortar on my fob. It's all in the book. Um, and then I was uh, severely wounded and medevaced out and woke up in Brook Army Medical Center after like a 12-day coma, you know, and uh, just started that journey in my life. Um, and I started writing poetry when I was in college down there in Pensacola is where I went to the University of West Florida. And just, it was always cathartic. Writing was always cathartic. I've done journal en entries. Like I got tons of journals filled out. Like I've, I've done poetry now for like over a decade. Um, and I, I never thought, okay, I could actually be a poet, but like I, I am a poet now. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's my identity now. I'm a poet. Um, and I love it to be honest with you. So it's, I love it, dude. I love it. I want to, I'm working with someone right now and we are going to be, I want to do it. I'm not even going to say it cause I don't want to give someone the idea, but I want to, I want some of your poetry. I would love to read it and see if we can work together on something that I think, uh, can be very powerful for our community, you know, um, you know, Mike is sending me, uh, the 2011 story, uh, from college where we're, you were helping others. And so I'm going to read that later. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff about you, man. And I think it's, it, I think it's exciting, but what do you do full-time currently right now? So I'm an educator. I work for a secondary education institution. Love um, that. You know, and I, that, that's what I fell in love with when I was in school down there in Pensacola. And that's, uh, I, I helped build, we called it the military veterans resource center. And so yep. I process and GI bill benefits. And let me tell you, I come off the battlefield. I was Marine infantry uh, mortarman, forward observer, first battalion, second Marine, Charlie Company, weapons company. What's up, guys? Uh, <laughs> but um, I, I was that. And then I come back and I was in college and I was processing GI Bill benefits. And like this office, man, it was so outdated. Like they had a DOS program, right? Wow. 2010. And I'm coming off the battlefield and they're like, hey, this is the DOS program we used to process gi bill benefits and i'm just like for real like like this is it we send this mail in and so i got to help kind of build the military veterans resource center down there which is great people down there at university of west florida and that's where i fell in love with like helping students like you know what i'm saying like okay i want to be an educator now my mom was an educator my father he was just a construction worker here in utah but also 101st airborne dude oh so. beautiful yeah. Um, you know, there's something that's therapeutic about serving others, right? That I've learned. It's kind of why I kind of took the path that I take. Uh, there's something that I guess is healing ourselves when we, we get to help others, you know, and, and you know, I, you sound like exactly that's kind of the path that, that really makes you feel whole again. For sure. And like, it sounds, you know, it sounds cliche sometimes when we say stuff like that, Oh, go find somebody else, pay it forward and you'll get something out of it. But it's not like, that practice is is so valuable to people who've experienced any trauma. Um, yeah, any trauma. Exactly. I think you know. Tr sometimes the veteran community kind of identifies trauma as is its its own thing. Like we have the monopoly on trauma, and we don't. You know, it's a human condition uh, and an unfortunate condition that that most people experience traumas in their life, whether it be from a, a youth or as an adult, it doesn't matter. And anything could be deemed as trauma, right? You know, breakups, divorces, sometimes, you know, all these things for kids and, and whatnot. And so I think that's kind of why I fell in love with writing at a really young age is being able to self-expression. Um, and one of the, like the biggest 
compliments I've ever gotten is someone saying that they felt like I was in their head writing their story, you know, and that's, that's this very honest approach to writing that can be visceral and as well as, is vulnerable, you know, and, and, and in doing that, it's healed me to be able to write these things that I can't probably articulate into words per se, if I'm talking to someone directly, but I can spill onto a piece of paper and just like get out of my soul. (laughs) For real. And I feel that like, when I published this, um, like that burden was just lifted off of me, like having to tell everybody my entire whole life story or whatever, and being wounded in combat and being med- medically evacuated and stuff, people would be like, oh, write your story, write your story, write your story. That was like good pressure, but sometimes also like like bad pressure, like yeah. I write, write it, and I'm not a professional writer by any means. Um, I am now, I am now, but like, <laughs> and and it just like, it kind of always had that just a uh, word, just, you know, vomit right on the page. And I was like, how do I make sense of this? And I was writing poetry at the same time. And then I was like, man, I could probably use poetry to tell my story a little bit. And that's after I, I got that encouragement from you and you told me how, how you published your book. I was just like, oh, it's on. Like we're doing this. Like, like yeah, let's, go, let's do it. It's so. exactly. So the book that I wrote is called Light the Fuse. Uh, in my book, it start every chapter starts with either a poem or a blog, and it kind of guides the direction of the rest of the chapter. And it kind of in, right, and and I'm it's sounding very familiar feels what you did with your book, correct? Correct. Yeah. So I I, uh, I I used poetry to kind of tell some of my story, but I also lay it out in like just some autobiography chapters as well, just because. I, I love my story now. Like I'm, I'm in love with telling it to people and sharing that vulnerabilities that come with it. Cause I, I was married between my two deployments. I got two kids. I know you're, you're a family man as well. You're a dad. And you know, I want my kids to be able to express themselves too. Like, Hey, yeah. something's going on. We need to know about it so we can huddle up and handle this stuff together. And so that that's, it's been a great example. Now my daughter, she's writing a story. It's about our dog going to the moon, like whatever, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, yeah, go, go write that story right now. Like go get after it. So yeah. yeah. Well, you're inspiring, you know, you're inspiring your own kids by your actions, right? Like they probably never thought writing a book is even possible. And now they turn around and see their dad's a published author. That's, that's a, that's a huge win as a parent, right? For your kids to, to not have the boundaries that they might subconsciously give themselves, right? It might be, unheard of to be an actor and now my kids see that their dad's an actor right it might be unheard of to the concept of being a an author uh sounds so huge and vast to some kids and then to to have it right in their face and their own dad that they sit across on the dinner table uh, it makes it uh a an attainable feat that most people wouldn't wouldn't think so. Like I, I told my kids, like yeah, you guys should all run a triathlon, right? And people think like, oh fuck, triathlon. That sounds crazy. Like they don't realize a triathlon is just three events. It doesn't. A triathlon doesn't need to be six hours or eight hours. It could be a. They have a thing called a sprint triathlon. I think everyone should do one. It, it sounds impossible. It's it's actually pretty easy but it feels good to accomplish the triathlon i when i did a i did a half ironman was the biggest i've ever done uh but i started with a sprint and the sprint was like oh shit that's not that bad and then i went into an olympic side and then you know i slowly grew into the half half ironman which i don't know if i'll ever go past half ironman anymore i've gotten big (laughs) but it was an accomplishment that i never in my life thought was even doable because the word triathlon sounds scary as fuck 
Right. Right. A, t- a testament that we put there our own barriers up for ourselves just on the thought process that it's completely impossible, right? 5K sounds scary as fuck to me right now. Bro, bro, a half a half K sounds scary to me right now. <laughs> uh, a double a double double sounds a lot more attainable right now. <laughs> Finish that bitch in record time. <laughs> well, that's cool, man. I would love to. You know, is there a poem that I guess in my own writing, I don't think I have any poems that are like that stand above them all. I think they all have their own place in my heart and when and why and, and where I wrote them. But is there any poem that kind of really kicked it off for you that you kind of were like, Okay, yeah, this is what I do now? Um, I would say Freedom Scars is one that I got in my book, and that's about my scars and my faith. Yeah. I, like I can I can do this. Like this this is something I can do. Um and I got a lot of personal affirmation from that writing that one as well. Yeah, uh, my friends have told me they like wisdom and war, which I like that one a lot. Mike, send me send me one of those if you don't mind, Mike. I want to read one right now. He's gonna find it and send it to me. And I can read it to you right now. Oh, let's read. Yeah, dude. I didn't want to put you on the spot and ask you to read yeah, it, man. dude. So this one is uh, wisdom and war, and like I said, I've got some good feedback on it. I also have a YouTube channel, Griff Burns Books. Um, I yeah. We're going to plug them all, dude. We're going to plug you. You deserve it all, dude. So this is Wisdom and War. It's my poem I wrote. The wise abhor war, saber rattling their position in conflict. The wise avoid war. Information is intellect, but wisdom is experience. The wise always settle the score. History forgets the wise, but remembers the war. None forget heroes of conflict. Virtue signaling their glory and fame. Mocking those who can't remember a name. Mocking those with a damaged brain. The wise like to shame the brave who can't avoid war, but abhor it the same. The brave. The brave never know the score, but settle it the same. The brave charge like the light brigade. The wise avoid war. Saber rattling for all their glory and fame. The wise abhor the brave. That's, that's one I like. Um, it's, it's, some of my stuff is real simple, but I, I like reading philosophy. I like all that stuff. And so I yes. incorporate it as much as I can. Um, but that one has, you know, it's got a little bit of Easter eggs in there for like poetry community. Um, mm. Alfred Lord Tensonson wrote the charge of the light brigade um mm. and that's one of my favorite poems right there as well and then it's also bookend with kind of the similar um stanzas on it as well but yeah i man it's, i love reading that stuff so i could i could just talk about my poem poetry all day bro so i, I love it dude that's actually a lot of my music now is based off of my poems nice so like this left o- the leftovers poem uh-huh. Uh, is is there's a song i have called leftovers and i'll read i'm going i'm going to read this the poem goes please forgive me for my lack of self it was a wolf in sheep's clothes who left me this way they said everything i wanted to hear they left me with nothing but little to share please forgive me for what i have left it's not the whole plate i started with but it's what i have left what's left of me is all i have to give it's yours if you want it the end might be br- the ends might be brittle, but if you have patience, you can find them filling. I know a portion of you was taken as well. With what's left, we can both be full. We can find togetherness. We can find forever. But love is nothing more than filling in the pieces of each other. It's picking up the words of what's been said, filling all the gaps, smoothing out the wrinkles. What's left over has always been enough because it's the best of us. And that is like this cool 
poem <clears throat> that comes from divorce and finding love again. <laughs> right. You got to be vulnerable, right? Like, I mean, and it's coming from guys like us. It's not, it's not, it's not the popular thing to do, right? Like, Correct. Not, not, not popular to be vulnerable. And even like some of my buddies, you know, around here in West Jordan, they read my book and they're like, yeah, dude, it's poetry though, bro. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And then his wife on the side's like, he's been writing like for the last three weeks and he doesn't want to tell you about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, Damn, okay. some dudes, some guys aren't ready for that growth, right? In the reality, like well, for some reason, poetry is identified as feminine or weak. Like, right. I think poetry is power, man. I think vulnerability is power. Vulnerability is strength. That's owning that shit. If you can own that shit, man, like feelings, dog. We grew up in a time where our parents told us or our dads, our dads were fucking tough and told us that feelings were weak. And I get it because they grew up in a time where it fucking it was frowned upon for a man to fucking feel emotion. Right. And then we realize how unhealthy that really is. And and all the 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 generational trauma we hand to our kids by telling them, like, stop crying. Right. Don't feel, you know, and now you realize like, well, shit, maybe I need to allow some of this emotion out of me, right? Maybe I need to heal from this trauma and, and to find some growth in it. And so for us to be able to stand out in the front lines and say, yeah, it's cool to write poetry. I'm a fucking poet, dude. It's powerful, man. And your kids will appreciate that. And the generations after us will appreciate that because it takes men like you to be able to stand out there and say, man, this is what's healthy. It's healthy to say the truth. I appreciate that. And I, I really hope that that's the message and not just to the veteran community, not just to the Marine community, but anyone like you can find some healing in this stuff. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be public with it. You don't have to do any of that stuff, but put, put it down on paper and then go back to it later. Cause I've done that t- plenty of times now, you know, and uh, there's shit I write, bro. Yeah. That I I go back and read like oh fuck that's good like what was I going through right like you know like there's shit I read and then I'm also like man I'm so far past that now I read I read something I wrote in 2007 I got out of active duty I was driving from Washington to 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 um to Arizona where I was going to kind of stop right that's why I decided to fucking live after the active duty and on the drive I stopped at a hotel. And I was in a fuck. I just got back from Afghanistan, bro. Like, like not much, you know. And I was in a weird fucking place. And I and I wrote, I wrote a fucking piece. And then I went to a, a job interview, and it was just, man, the civilian world was so foreign to me, dude. Yeah. You know, they they asked me. They said, "What's your definition of leadership?" And I just got done getting going to the fucking NCO board, so I'm like, "Fucking dude, it was the stupid military fucking answer of leadership." <laughs> textbook, textbook, fucking army military answer of like taking a group from fucking point A to point B and a fucking blah, 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 and accomplishing the mission, you know. And the dude looked at me like, "What the fuck is wrong with this kid?" You know, and. I knew I was fucked, right? I knew there was something in me that needed to get buffed out, dude. There, there was something that was that was so uncomfortable in my own skin anymore yeah. because, because the life of going to war was done and the life of now trying to be a normal civilian was started and I didn't want to let go of the war. Right. I, I can relate to that. I jumped right into college, you know, so I got my medical retirement when I was there down at Brook Armory Medical Center amazing people down there. Um, and I jumped right into college and it was, I was, I was a shit show. Sorry. To, sorry. To no, you're, you're good. And, and my, you want to be like, Oh, this dude's definitely making up for something. 
with all those Marine Corps stickers on the back of his pickup driving in the college campus. That's this guy right here. And so like, I I've been there and I've done it and I've kind of seen, and I look back and I was like, Oh man, what were you doing? Like you look so foolish and insecure in yourself. Like you can't just be who you are in your own skin. Sometimes like you gotta have that out there. Yeah. Um, and that, that's a tough one, but I had a lot of really good people around me starting foremost with my wife you know i've been together with her for 17 years and she blessing and this 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 book is not just a war story it's a love story too so not to be like i'll double down on the vulnerability with it because it is a love story too but which um, is gorgeous dude which is so gorgeous she my wife wrote the introduction you know and she was very self-conscious about that she's uh she's not formally educated right but she's very very street savvy very very smart and intelligent she comes kind of from the other side of down there in pensacola you know um so like the the little bit more impoverished part of of that that demographic but so she was like nervous and i was like just be yourself write it down i'm gonna look over it like it's gonna be great and i'm i'm in love with the introduction of it too so it's yeah, but anyone that actually does want to write too, it's just like everything else. Practice, you know, like yeah, hey, yeah. Every day, if you're writing something, you're practicing, you know, and then you go yeah. back over and review that practice too. And it's just like anything else, like like if you want to be good at jujitsu, that's you know, that's one of the hobbies I picked up. And uh, beautiful, we got to roll sometime, dude. Yeah, dude. You, you can just come straight to my house and roll, bro. I'm I'm with it, you know. Wait, did we roll? I don't know if we did. I met you there and I said, hello. I don't know if we rolled or not. Um, at, at Jeremy Horn's gym, right? Yeah. yeah Jeremy we did Horn. roll. We did roll. Okay. I Let know. See, I wait, is your, is your arm, is your, you have a mess yeah, yeah, of arm? arms? When it's all bent. Yeah. We yeah, fucking roll, dude. You try to kick, you try to kick my ass, asshole. And I had to fucking, I don't hold you down. I was like, all right, bro. I I remember, dude, we did roll motherfucker. We did. We did roll. So yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. 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 It's so funny. Cause I remember, I felt like when I left there, I was like, I, I was happy I rolled with you, but I felt like you were happy to roll with me and you were trying to put it on me. And I was like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to, I get it. Everybody wants to kind of put on a, put on a, put, put me on and, and fuck me up a little bit, but it's like, it's part of the jujitsu space of kind of like, let's see what you got. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 It's when, all, it's all love. Yeah. And you know, you slap hands and you simulate murder. That's jujitsu. Right. <laughs> so like, that's, that's what we do. Um, yeah, we did roll. You know, so like, and I always kind of feel a little bit, I don't know, out of place because like injuries or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But like everybody there has always been great to me. So I, I love no, it. No, man. It, my whole thing is I want to make sure that I'm not causing further injury to any area. And that's no. it. And like, you good to roll? No issues. Sounds good. Let's fucking go, dude. You know, I'm always, I always tell people I got tight shoulders. So you put a Kimura, I'm tapping right away, dog, because I my shoulders don't move very well. And I'm I'm doing everything I can to defend a Kimura, dude. <laughs> right. That's right. And don't roll with the Marcus. I'll just put it out there. Like, just dog, that's me. that's the homie. And I always I talk shit to him. Like, yeah. Yeah. bro, if I come here and you injure me, I'm gonna <laughs> kick your, I'm gonna I'm gonna really kick your ass. I don't care if it has to be with a bat. Like I'm I'm not gonna allow you to hurt me. Yeah. I come here to train. I roll with all the black belts there, dude, because it's safe. Yeah. But but the Demarcus, but Demarcus is a scary dude. He gets a little fired up. He'll be like, oh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna 
beat you up now. And I'm like, oh man, this is going to hurt. Ain't it? I'm going to tell him to listen to this podcast too and tell him like, yeah, bro. See, I told you it's not only me, asshole. Oh yeah. It's, it's definitely not. It's definitely not. But that's, that's fucking, that's so funny. I, I'm looking at you when you're talking about, I was like, I, I, we rolled together. Yeah. 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 I remember your, your arm. So I was trying to figure out like your, you, you can't fully extend your arm. Correct. Correct. It's fused. So the shrapnel um, from the mortar attack kind of blew out like the bottom part of the elbow. Yeah. Um, and so there's two bones in there, right? Mm-hmm. And so the elbow itself is like 80% intact, but that 20% is a really vital part of it. So they just, they put some screws in it and yeah. it healed up and yeah. You know how, like, there's something about jujitsu that I, I, remember almost every single person I've ever rolled against. And I know, I know these things about them and I can tell you right now, I know how your arm feels. I know because I remember, I remember as a a grip, I remember in position. I I remember I put, I went for a triangle on you at one point you, you stacked me. I would, then we kind of reset kind of in a position, but I remember your arm. I can tell you right now what your arm feels like, just because that's how much like jujitsu is this interesting thing. It's a right. beautiful thing. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it, it pulls you out of, yeah. I don't know, my sensories are always overloaded. And so I, I know right now exactly how your arm feels, and I remember it completely. It's so That's so fucking wild. It's chest, not checkers on the mat. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I love it. Um, I also have, like, some nerve damage in my lower extremities and mm-hmm. some burn stuff that I – like, and to be honest, the leg stuff is really where it's the most detrimental. The arm, like I've kind of adapted to it pretty easily, mm-hmm. but the leg and feet stuff, when when that stuff flares up, I'm like, oh man, this is hurting. Like, yeah. so jujitsu's just been a great benefit to me to be able to kind of get out there and 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 be active in something I find interesting, martial arts, you know? Yeah. And after my injury, I'll tell you what, like I had some depression, you know? Um, I was like, I'm never going to be the physical person I, I wanted to be. Like I joined the Marine Corps to go be this Marine infantry man, use my body for, you know, what the Marine Corps wanted to do. Yeah. And then it was kind of like, Oh, you're done with that. And so I, I ballooned up, I gained weight. You know what I'm saying? Like I was probably pushing like 310 at one point and I've done three jujitsu tournaments now since I've been training over at Jeremy's. Um, and I love it. And it's just like that motivation, you know, like, a 5k probably wouldn't motivate me to get in as much as good a shape as a jiu-jitsu tournament so like i, I agree I sign up for yeah i sign up for a jiu-jitsu tournament and i'm like nope i and i got a sw- sweet tooth i got a wicked sweet tooth but like i'm like no sweets no we're the, food, we no are the same person bro <laughs> <laughs> hey well do you know what let's do this dude i'm getting back home in, on the 22nd or so let's find a small tournament i'll, I'll love to join you on one and uh sure. We'll train together, dude. And I have mats in my house. So if you just want to come to the house and just train nice, slow, and smooth, and let's get, let's work on some cardio and do it, man. I'm down to work with you. I love it. I love it. And we got to get out to the golf course too, man. I got to show you how this arm. Yeah. Yeah. Swing a club, believe it or not. Like it's not bad. Well, like, dude, it's easy. I golf a lot of time and we do a lot of stuff with hero sports. Uh, so, so my, my other nonprofit real quick, I got to jump in here and talk about my, uh, it, it's this mid roll, uh, sponsorship call this is part of the whole sponsorship deal with with manscaped to be able to tell you midway through the podcast about manscaped and again let's not forget uh 20 off use that promo code rocco for 20 off as well as um free shipping let's see boom boom, boom. i'm gonna uh, 
right now they are the home of the lawnmower 3.0 and the lawn trimmer 2.0. If you guys want to trim your balls and not cut them, yeah, go get yourself some Manscaped gear. They also have some other great things like uh, what is it? What is it called, Mike? The ball juice. <laughs> It's not what it's called. It's <laughs> not what it's called. You did not just do that. <laughs> What's it called? There, oh my God. So if you want to get the performance package, you got to make sure you have the right tools for the job. Oh my God. You're killing me. Look, that's I, I can't with you. You know, not only do they do, you know, the bits, but they've got the weed whacker for getting up inside your nose and your ear for, for all those hairy needs. I love that. That, I mean, it's great. I need that. Sometimes I, I don't know if I have a mustache or a nose hair. <laughs> I have it, and it works wonders. It works fantastic. It, you, you know these things are also waterproof? I didn't know that. So you can keep them in the shower? Yep, absolutely. They are designed to work in the shower. Oh, that's great. So, that's something I didn't know. I, yeah. I've been watching their stuff. Uh, I know oh, it's I fantastic. It. Yeah, they're so all you, over the place. You've got things like the Crop Preserver, which is an anti-chafing deodorant. You've mm. got Crop Cleanser, which is a body wash, mm. you know, for, for on the go. Absolutely. You've got Refined Cologne. You've got Foot Duster Deodorant. And, of course, the Crop Reviver, which is a toner and refresher for down low. Why this am I all- giving half of your ad? <laughs> this is your ad, not mine. Well, I love it. it. You know, we're learning it. It's new. I appreciate it. We're going to have to write that down so I don't F that up again. <laughs> oh, no, we will, we will write it down. Absolutely. All right. Well, whatever. Yeah. Hey, Griff, yep. dude, that's so cool. That's so funny that we've we've connected and now it's all coming together. Um, beautiful that you've written a book, man. And, and is there more books down the road that you're planning to do? Absolutely. So after getting this one out, the writing's just exponentially increased on my end. Like I'm just in my office burning away. And so I'm going to publish a self-publish another just poetry book. Um, probably looking at the end of the year is what I'm looking at right now. And so I'm working on it and, you know, I, I pay attention and I I learn from observation, you know, as a forward observer, but you know, whatever, I learn from observation and I can probably do it and get it edited by other people and not pay for that as much as the editing. You know what I'm saying? Like I I still have no problem paying it out of my pocket and to get that self-published work out, but I could probably even make it a little bit more manageable where the numbers are, are just right for me. Like I said, the numbers on this one. Text, text me later. I want to know how much you paid. Just okay. curious. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Because yeah, in the end of the day, dude, there's people that'll read and edit on their own because they have a skill set, right? And you know, you shouldn't have to pay a ton of money. It's this interesting thing where where the book it's like everything, but book market's changing. It's more streamlined now, especially with Amazon, right? right. It's so streamlined now that a lot of even book editor jobs are kind of slowly dwindling off because you really don't fucking need it too much when you have when you have a, a word processor in your computer that can almost do everything when it comes to grammar, spelling, and everything else. Yeah. You know what I mean? You run that through a couple systems. And there's a couple systems out there for books where you could put through, and it's right. genuinely going to save your ass a lot of money. And I'm not saying everyone should do that, but I'm saying, I mean, if you're if you're publishing these books on your own, save yourself the dime, dude. That's it's yeah. it ain't it ain't cheap. And then when you actually learn how to do it the Amazon, you can publish a book and, and have that bad boy sent to your house within three weeks. It's like a freaking awesome deal. Yeah. And Griff, yeah, I go ahead. I got author copies coming and you know, hats off to them. I, I think you know, there's good and bad with everything, but the technology, hey, we should use it for what we want to do. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, 
And what I do, uh, what I do is I print out a lot of author copies. And when I do speaking engagements and, you know, and that's where, that's where I'm able to kind of generate a revenue that makes sense for my book. Like, I can't tell you how much I made on my book. I don't really give a shit. It was about putting the message out there. But in the end of the day, when I go travel to speak publicly, I'm going to bring my books with me. And if you want to buy them for 20 bucks, me signing them, that's a, that's a win, brother. For sure. Totally. Yeah. Dude, I love it. I love it. Um, what else do you want to promote and push? I want people to maybe go make sure they find you. Where do you sell your book out? Besides, you sell it on Amazon. Is it anywhere else? Just Amazon right now. So it's exclusive to them right now. Um, it's on Kindle and there are paperbacks available on Amazon. Um, I want to connect you with the, I want to connect you with the voice guy. Do you ha- you don't have it on, on, no, on I'm going to connect you with the guy that's really good. Sweet. Let's do he, it. He's yeah. beautiful. His voice is incredible. And, and that's what you need to do next. Look, I get like, $20 a month randomly just from the, from, from the audibles. Right. Right. So, so you need to get that done next. Check. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Definitely. And then also um, I have a YouTube channel where I do short form book reviews. Uh, uh, my daughter wanted to start a YouTube channel. I was like, okay, but it's my channel and I control everything. You're just doing the filming, but Griff Burns books. I do short form book reviews. I also do read my poetry on there as well. Cool. So I, like go check that out. And then just Instagram Griff, the toxic grunt. I'm on there. I got all my stuff on there. The the link to my book is on there. So yeah, go check, check it out and follow me. Um, yeah. And just thanks again, Vincent, man, the encouragement and the guidance truly appreciated. So oh, for sure, bro. Thank you so much for coming here. Thank you for inspiring. Thank you for being a creative in the space that we need more creatives in the veteran community, making things like this, you know, writing, telling stories, uh, willing to be vulnerable. So I appreciate you just being in the space and continuing that mission, right? Like that's that better in mindset that I love, right? That, that pushing forward and finding success through all adversities. And you guys that are listening, we appreciate you guys for joining in. We appreciate you guys for sponsoring, uh, for supporting our sponsors, as well as make sure that you're, sh- you're sharing and tagging and telling your friends the Vinnie Rock podcast, man, we're here. We're, we're interviewing uh, awesome people doing inspiring things, and I want to continue to push that. Yep, much love. Thanks, all. Yeah, take care, bro. I took the blow.